What's up, Rose? Not much. Running late as usual. No, no you're actually, you joined early. You were, you were just an empty room for a second. Yeah, I was looking in the mirror. <laughs> just no, to make sure. It's you good. never know. This could blow up. Yeah, you never know. You never know. <laughs> How's it going? Pretty good. Just um, did a leg workout with my mom. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm getting her into lifting. Are you, uh, are you like, training her? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah so I, I have to... I, know I have to like you, what? I know you texted me. You said you just did a leg workout, and uh, I didn't get to respond. But, um, oh no, it's okay. You know, I'm sorry about that. I never respond to anyone. <laughs> I just like then, ran out to the grocery store really quick to buy um, popcorn because I want to watch a movie later, and I feel like popcorn is like necessary. So um, I just yeah, but I also did uh, I hit um, like some squats and deadlifts at home, and uh, yeah, that was a killer. <laughs> nice. What's your setup like at home? It's just like I have um like some adjustable dumbbells that go from like 15 to 90 pounds and um I have like some resistance bands and uh that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. What Did about you, you buy them? Did you buy them before? Uh yeah, like literally like the day before gyms closed. Like I heard they were yeah. closing everything down and I was like I need to get dumbbells right now. <laughs> yeah. That's what I did. I have one 65 pound kettlebell and I ordered it like the day before and then I looked like the next few days and there was like no equipment so yeah I was actually helping my sister look for stuff like two days ago because she wanted to get like a barbell and like a, like a squat rack and stuff and yeah. literally everything is sold out like it's crazy. crazy yeah so we got lucky <laughs> yeah for sure so um do you uh do do you want to give like a brief introduction about yourself because you would do it way better than me and sure so like like where you're from like your name obviously like what you do like any qualifications you have how long you've been vegan stuff like that all right <laughs> it's like an icebreaker okay oh, yeah. hi everyone <laughs> um i'm rose i have an instagram account called the plant life chose us which is me and my best friend um that we run it uh, I'm 24. I still live at home in North Jersey, but after this pandemic, I'm like, the day I can move out, I'm like moving <laughs> out because I love my parents, but it's too yeah. much love right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm about like 30 minutes from the city. So I love going there for like the vegan food. Um, by day, I work at a pharmaceutical company as an engineer. Um, so normally I commute about 45 minutes, uh, to work in central Jersey, but I've been at home since this all started. Um, so I do that and I love working out, yeah. find me at the gym. You have, uh, like, uh, some qualifications, right? Like some credentials. Yeah. So I've been, uh, group fitness certified since I was like 18 and then I just got my NASM certification for personal training oh, how uh, long a few that? months ago. Oh, what? I yeah, asked how long ago, ago you got it, but you already answered it. You said three months ago? Yeah. Oh, cool. How was that? So I like have a few. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say like I have a few clients, but then like literally the gym shut down. So yeah. So you were just getting started pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> How was uh how was getting the um the NASM certification? It's like stuff we already know. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just it was pretty easy. Like 
you can take your time with it or you can just bang it out and get it done. Um, oh. But like, I don't think you're going to learn anything. <laughs> <laughs> I read the book uh, like four years ago and I was like, this is, uh, I'm not learning anything. <laughs> yeah. It's just that like insurance to have. Yeah. So how yeah. long have you been, you, I don't know if you, you kind of already touched on this a little bit, but like how long have you been into like fitness and nutrition and stuff overall and what got you into it? Um, so I would say for fitness, I grew up playing tennis, so not competitively or anything like, you know, but, um, so I was active during that, but then, um, in high school, that's when I really started getting into fitness and going to the gym. I got really bad anxiety in high school and, um, my mom manages her anxiety by going she like goes to her like group fitness classes and would do that so she would encourage me to go to the gym so I didn't want to at first like I would still feel like anxious at the gym too mm -hmm. but I would go with my best friend after school and we had one of our guy friends who played football and like lacrosse he would show us how to lift mm -hmm. and I still remember I was like 16 and he showed us like how to do like shoulder press and I couldn't use more than five pound dumbbells and I thought like I still remember that mm -hmm. I still remember the first time like I racked a 45 pound plate like I could barely lift it off the ground at first <laughs> um so yeah in high school started getting like learning lifting but I still wasn't like doing it right like I wasn't tracking my weights I wasn't I didn't know what progressive overload meant like I was just kind of dabbling around like you know um, and then I'd say, yeah, and then I got my group fitness certification just to like do that on the side. Mm -hmm. Cause still at the time, like I thought, oh, you can go to group fitness classes, you can lift, you can run, but you can't really do all of those things if you have like a muscle building goal. Mm -hmm. So just back then I was just like dabbling. Um, but then in college, I would say 2017 is when I really started like falling in love with lifting and trying to challenge myself and keep track and follow a program and stuff like that. Okay. So I think it's just like progressed mm -hmm. throughout the years for the fitness so part. Do you still play tennis at all out of curiosity? Uh, yeah, just for fun. Like for fun. I'm not that great anymore, but so fitness took over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm also, I'm also training for New York city triathlon. They haven't canceled it yet. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what they're waiting for. Um, when is it supposed to be? July 19th. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So what do you think? Do you think like the city is going to recover <laughs> by I the time it's July? The last thing I heard, um, they were talking about maybe, they were saying for New York City, they weren't talking about even moving into phase one reopening until at least like sometime in June. And that's phase one, right? That's like, yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, if I were you, I'd probably still keep training because why not? But like, yeah, I know. I guess it's how many people compete in that marathon or it's a, it's a trial. A lot. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause I feel like everyone's coming in from like different places and they have to stay in hotels. Like it's a whole, yeah. I don't know. That's, that's weird. Yeah. Because that's like a big commitment if they're traveling and stuff. You feel like they would have said something about it. At least. Definitely. They probably yeah. don't want to cancel it, but I mean, yeah, they canceled it two years ago or last year for heat, like the day of. So I'm just going to, I guess, wait until the day before <laughs> to find out. 
Do you, is it a triathlon or is it a marathon? Yeah, triathlon. Okay, and that's like, um, what does that entail exactly? So this is the Olympic distance. Um, I've only done the sprint distances before, which are shorter, mm -hmm. but the Olympic distance is like a little under a mile swim and then 20 mile bike and a six mile run. A, so swim, bike, and run. It's all Yeah. Right. I, I am like uh, so out of touch with cardio that <laughs> I know I don't even know what it is. I, yeah, no, I know. I like running now. Like I never thought I would say that, but it's yeah. I like the I like the triathlons for like the mental challenge. It sounds crazy. That's like yeah, and that's all at the same time, right? Like you don't get do you get breaks in between or no? You have like transitions, but you really want to like be fast and not dilly dally too much. Like if I even tried that, I would just. I would die. Like, I would be yeah, dead. Yeah, no, no <laughs> you wouldn't. Because your mind would take over and you, like, wouldn't let yourself. Yeah, like, I, I, I guess you also have to train for it for, like, months, right? Yeah, um, swimming's, like, on hold right now because, like, the lakes are kind of cold by me and mm. I've been swimming in a pool and that's all shut. Um, mm. But, yeah, I've been, I've been running because I was, like, the weakest at that. Yeah. But now I, like, really like it. Um, okay which is surprising but yeah that's yeah that's something that I never got into but I respect that <laughs> yeah no like if like if I if I actually like if I actually stopped lift it, lifting and like dedicated my time to training I'd probably be a lot better but <laughs> I just want to like finish and just do it for fun so yeah good for you that's amazing that takes yeah. a lot of commitment to, to do yeah um, like I wish I wish I could win it and say I'm vegan winning it but I'm not that good <laughs> maybe yeah. one day I think I really think that um, from everything that I've seen, like I've read studies about it and stuff, but I really think that uh, being vegan really does seem to give you an advantage for endurance training and stuff. Like there Definitely. was there was a study that came out uh, not that long ago, and it was specifically for like endurance training, and um, they compared I think it was groups of girls that they were studying like high, uh, like college um, the college uh, athletes that were women, mm -hmm. um, and uh, they had a vegan group and like a omnivorous group I guess and I think the vegan group actually outperformed the omnivorous group by a little bit but um, I can't remember the exact numbers but either way I thought it was interesting yeah no I'm I'm I feel like I got so good at running because of how I eat yeah like we just eat foods that are so anti-inflammatory and like increase blood flow like that definitely helps like if we're getting more oxygen to our muscles yeah that definitely makes sense that. and yeah. um that you, you so you said that you also had like a, a lot of anxiety growing up right do you think that your diet like um did you think that influenced your anxiety at all anyway hmm that's a good question <laughs> um I never thought about it that way I always thought about how eating plant-based just makes me feel so good and how that helps too but I never thought about like standard American foods I was eating growing up that <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. That's a good spin. What I'm interested in is like I um I also like I've definitely had a lot of anxiety my whole life too. Like um specifically social anxiety growing up and uh, performance anxiety and stuff like with like sports and stuff when people are like when you're when you have to perform in front of a bunch of people. Um and uh I you know that's something that I feel like people kind of a lot of times grow out of naturally, but um I I'm really interested in like I feel like it, uh, if you do have a lot of like, um, if you have a bad diet and stuff and you're not like 
nourishing your body with what you want and you're deficient in certain vitamins and nutrients, like it totally makes sense. It could affect anxiety, I think. Definitely. Definitely. Like so, I still feel it. Like if I if I go out and drink, yeah. The next day I like my anxiety is ten times worse. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just yeah, like, it definitely has a role. Yeah. Did what do you think had the biggest uh influence on that? Like do you think fitness and helped a lot? Uh, yeah, I would say fitness and um, implementing like a routine and like having, I don't know, like in sophomore year, I started listening to like Rich Roll podcasts. Yeah. So I was like hearing all of these stories about how people can just overcome like whatever challenges they face by having good attitude and you know, like being determined and like doing things that challenge you. So that's kind of when I got into triathlons around that time yeah. because I had never been a swimmer. So I kind of like taught myself how to swim with my two friends in college mm -hmm. and like just seeing that progression, like I never would have thought that I could do like a triathlon. Yeah. And I also worked as a beach lifeguard, like right after college, like I never thought I could do that. So like having the fitness to like challenge your body physically, which like mm -hmm. translates to mental, like I feel like that combination too. Yeah. Um, and then I wasn't fully vegan in college. Like I was predominantly plant-based, but I feel like after I made the switch, which I could talk about later, but like <laughs> two years ago, like I feel like right now I'm in the best shape of my life, like mentally and physically uh -huh. and just like combining all those factors together, just like really, really helps. Do you think um, like one thing that I've noticed is that just like uh, getting into a workout that you think is really going to be hard and stuff and be like, oh, I don't want to do this, you know, and actually pushing through and making yourself do it because you know what's going to help you like in the long run. I think that really helps with confidence too. Definitely. Like you really and have then, to... like, go ahead. Sorry, Mike, I have such an old computer that like, <laughs> it's probably like lagging. No, it happens um, all the time. Okay, good. Um, no, I was just going to say that like, and then like the next workout that's hard, you can think back to the previous time and be like, okay, I got through that. Yeah. Like, I can get through this. I can get through anything. Yeah. And that translates over to a lot of things in life too, because like, Anything that you you don't want to do and you're struggling to try to accomplish, if you can just get yourself to do it, then over time you just get better and better at getting yourself to do stuff. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So you you touched on really quick about um like when you went vegan, but um do you want to talk more about that? Like what got you into like being vegan? <laughs> so um I mentioned before how. I run my Instagram with my best friend. So her Sophia. name is Sophia. Yeah. So I don't have any siblings. I'm an only child. And Sophia and I met when we were babies, like our moms met. <laughs> so her family, like we're like second family, basically. Mm -hmm. um, so about 12 years ago, her grandparents found Dr. Furman. And her grandparents are really young. Like they're like 70 now. So they were like late 50s at the time. <laughs> I was born really late and my parents just hit 70. So I know, I know. My parents are old too. My parents are in their 60s. So they're like closer to Sophia's grandparents than they are to Sophia's parents. That's but, crazy. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Sophia's family is very Greek. My family is very Italian. Mm -hmm. So her grandparents were obviously all their lives was eating like the Greek version of the standard American diet, basically, which is the meat, <laughs> the oil, the feta, the cheese, like, um, so her grandpa was really sick 
he had heart disease. He was a cancer survivor. He had he had gout. Um, My dad has. And I think too. his his gout came like came on then I think he said like the night after he ate like a really meat heavy mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, yeah. So then her grand her grandma was pretty healthy. She just like had weight to lose, I guess, like everyone. So this is 12 years ago. They find Dr. Furman, like dramatically change their diet. So like just think back to 12 years ago. Can I ask you one question really quick? Yes. Dr. Furman, isn't he a really big plant-based doctor or am I mistaking that? He is, but at the time he was still seeing patients wow. in New Jersey. What's his, do you know what his first name is? Joel. Joel, Joel Furman. He was the guy on like the doctors and stuff, right? Like the show. I think so. He's been on a lot. He's had a lot of publicity. But he's like, he's really big with like um, promoting a plant-based diet for heart health specifically and stuff, right? Um, that might be Joel Kahn. They're like all like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm, okay. I I feel like I've heard that name before though. So I don't know. You definitely have. Like sometimes he's on PBS, like just like doing an infomercial. Okay. So I'm not crazy. Okay. No, you're not. No. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no problem. Um, so yeah, Dr. Furman just, I don't think he ever called himself vegan back then. It was more the term nutritarian, so like eating nutrient-dense foods. Mm -hmm. So her grandparents totally changed their diet and like they would have us over and they would just like, they were really good cooks, like to begin with, but they would just like put out like all this amazing like fresh fruit and like her grandpa would make like vegan spanakopita, which is like this Greek dish. And just like, it tasted so, so good. So that was our first like exposure to that way of eating. Mm -hmm. So Sophia's mom went vegan right away. My mom did too, um, because we have my mom's, so my grandma passed away of Alzheimer's. So my mom like was trying to like think of ways to, you know, prevent that. So Mm -hmm. through diet. So she was vegan like right away. Um, And then Sophia and I, we kind of like just we liked eating that way but like if we were out somewhere like you know we would eat what everyone else was eating yeah right. and then yeah we actually ended up going to the same college we were roommates mm-hmm. freshman year um so yeah same thing like we would try like i liked i remember like i like feeling like how i feel after i eat plant foods so i try the best i can Mm -hmm. but i think my thing was like i still liked fish Mm -hmm. um dairy not so much because it would hurt my stomach but fish i would have the occasional like chicken um you know so i wasn't fully vegan right okay and Um, when was this how long ago so i'm 24 that was like in college okay so like three years ago or something yeah okay and then i went vegan the summer after i graduated so coming up on two years cool and um so your uh sophia's grandparents in particular right they were struggling with health issues you said yeah and how did they how did their health turn around from switching to that diet did they go Um, plant-based first of all yes and they still are they still are so her grandpa was able to reverse his heart disease. He was on like 10 like medications for like all different ailments. He was able to come off of those, mm-hmm. lost weight. Like he wasn't able to like run around because like Sophia has younger cousins and stuff. Like he wasn't able to run around with like the kids because he 
he was like wheelchair bound too at yeah. one point um but he just like her grandparents are like the picture of health like i could if i could share i wish i could share a picture right now of them but they just like look like you know like amazing that's incredible um, yeah <laughs> and like it's just because like when you start nourishing your body with these plant foods like you're getting all the antioxidants you're getting all the vitamins all the minerals and you're not getting that like saturated fat and ldl cholesterol that comes with the meat mm -hmm. so you're just like repairing your tissues repairing mm -hmm. your cells and just like i think like whole food plant-based is the only diet through like the esselstyn and the ornish studies like shown to reverse uh heart disease yeah um but yeah i think it just has so many so many health improvements for like any ailment like you can think of like there is a yeah. story i'm sure that is that's an amazing story um since you've experienced that firsthand and like you saw like your best friend's grandparents recover that much mm -hmm. how does it make you feel when people like deny that like saturated fat and, and ldl cholesterol or bad for your heart health. <laughs> yeah, um, I like I understand that some studies aren't that you know like robust enough, and like people mm -hmm. always say like talk about the study itself. Um, but I think like for saturated fat, it's like compared to what? Like yeah. what are you replacing it with? Like yeah. if you're gonna replace it with, I don't know refined sugar like obviously like you might do better like i don't know but then it's like with saturated fat it's like you're not just eating like a block of saturated fat you're also eating like the meat that has other like bad compounds or like you know in it yeah. and you're eating like high fat foods too in your diet so like you can't be that that reductionist with it i think like you mm -hmm. have to think of it holistically like someone's eating a lot of saturated fat they're probably really unhealthy by like other stuff that they're eating yeah um yeah and i think so oh, i th yeah i can i get i'm very reserved so if someone like if my coworkers or like that i don't know that well or like talking about it like i won't interject like i'm fuming like on the inside because yeah. then it's like you've seen like you said like yes like there are the studies and like those aren't always good but i've seen like so many like firsthand accounts like literally people changing it's like how can you deny that i, like, I know anecdotal things can't be like cited but like you can't deny it yeah i totally agree and one thing that I, like blows my mind is when like someone could go fully plant-based for like three weeks and um like they can get their blood test before and after and you can mm -hmm. clearly show that like their cholesterol levels go down, like their tri uh, triglycerides go down and like their blood pressure goes down, like all these things improve in like the matter of like three weeks. And um, yeah. there are people out there who are still like, oh, like, that doesn't matter. And it's just like, dude, come on, you can literally like see this for yourself. Yeah, I know. They're like, but you need the meat, it has so many nutrients in it. <laughs> that's that's a whole other thing. Like what about oh, like yeah. people who are like, uh, Oh, like you need meat for protein. Like you, you can't be fit without eating, you know, meat, animal protein. No. Yeah, I know, right? Did you did you believe that way when you were like, you know, before you switched over when you were still in the fitness? Honestly, yeah. Like 
Like I said, I still hold on to like chicken and fish and stuff. And like some of my guy friends in college would be like, oh, like if you want to gain muscle, you're never going to like, you're never going to do it being vegan. Like you need the animal protein. Yeah. And like some, like I actually like kind of sort of believe them like a little bit, but now I know that's like, that's not true. Like if you properly plan your diet as a vegan, like you can achieve whatever goal for sure, like look wise or performance wise that you want. So were you hesitant in any way, like switching to full plant based when you're when you're already really into fitness? Did it like did it slow you down? Um, not really. No, I I did think about it, but I always knew that I needed to go fully plant based. Like I I always knew I would always say like when I'm a little bit like in a year from now or whatever. Yeah. But it actually was funny how it how it happened. Um, so one day. Sophia called me and she was like, I think I have appendicitis. Like I'm in the hospital right now. Oh, wow. So I'm like, okay. So I like drove there and she's in like the emergency room. Um, so like long story short, it wasn't appendicitis. And it was so funny. Her grandparents came like the vegan ones and they came with like a lunchbox full of walnuts and blueberries and all these snacks. We were going to like be there all night. Like it was so funny. Um, but Anyway, it ended up being like they diagnosed it as colitis, which is like a flare up of the gut or whatever. Okay. But it was funny because the day before she had a burger for the first time in like years. It's like we always joke that like it was the burger that like made this whole thing. So her mom um, that day was like, Sophia, like you need to go fully plant based like today. And then I was like, okay, I'll do it with you. So like, that's how, that's how we did it kind of overnight. But, um, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I, then I just kept learning more about nutrition and fitness. So I just like, now I know like for certainty that like, I don't need animal protein. Right. To achieve my goals. Yeah. That definitely slowed me down a little bit at first, but I also feel like it's like, I feel like it's so many guys in particular are like, oh, you need like, you need animal protein, you need meat. Yeah. You know, if you want to get big and strong and buff, you got to eat meat. Like, I went vegetarian before I really cared about getting, like, I wanted to get big, but I went vegetarian. And I was like, oh, I'm still getting milk and eggs. Like, that's fine. Right? Yeah. And then switching over to vegan, I was kind of like, well, like, this is like, this is like four and a half years ago now ish. And um, I was, there weren't that many people really doing it back then. Like, there was a few online and stuff, but I was like, well, maybe yeah. these guys are just the exception. And then the more you learn, the more you're like, well, I, I don't think it's going to make a difference. And then that's what caused me to finally just switch over and be like, whatever. Like, I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. No, definitely. I feel like, yeah, like back then, who was it? Like Nimai, like John Venus. I, did, I never even heard of that, uh, of Nimai Delgado before, like two years ago, I think. I think it was mm. just John Venus and like, that guy Brian Turner on like YouTube yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And they like just switched over like probably like a half a year before I did. But I saw yeah. them and I was like, I was following them when they were still eating meat, I think, on YouTube. And I was gotcha. like, well, these guys are doing it. They haven't lost any muscle. And like, yeah. you know, they look good. Like, why can't I do it? So that was, exactly. uh, that's kind of what pushed me over. <laughs> yeah. And what made you go vegan? Um, you know, it was actually, I had a nutrition, a nutrition class in a community college um, before I went to uh, my four-year college. And um, he, uh, the teacher was a flexitarian and he like really promoted eating more plants though. So he showed us like uh, forks over knives and um, food ink. 
And uh, mm -hmm. like watching those, like especially folks overnight, I felt like, wow, like this is really convincing. And then I got into more yeah. of the music myself. And um, so originally I, I, I went vegetarian because I didn't feel like I was ready to go vegan because I was living with my parents and stuff back then. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I was eating their groceries and like, yeah, you know, I didn't have any money. So I was like, I'm not ready for this yet. So it took me four years of being vegetarian to go vegan because like I just stopped thinking about it as much. And then when I finally got back into it, I was like, you know, like, I think I need to just go vegan now because, you know, if not now, then when? And then right. that was kind of like, I was looking at like the other vegan bodybuilders, like I told you, and I was like, well, they're doing it. So mm -hmm. I should just go for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they, we need more like male vegan bodybuilders too, because yeah. with, the, with the guys, it's like so hard to convince. Yeah. And even, uh, even now, like it's, there's a lot online and stuff now, but I mean, there's still not enough. Like, we need more people. I agree. Yeah, we need more people, like, really showing, like, what's really possible. And um, even if, like, Definitely. like me, for example, like, I'm just your average dude who tries to be fit. But, like, yeah. it's great seeing people like um, like Patrick Baboumian, like, the strong mm -hmm. man. And, like, uh, you know, people who are really doing things, like, really, like, uh, Kendrick Ferris, the weightlifter. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. Like, I wanted exactly. to be one of those, but, you know. I know. I just gotta do what I can. <laughs> that, yeah, no, definitely. And yeah. it's like all the hate with the game changers. It's like, oh, you can't like be plant based and be like and like instantly like get to that level. But it's like, no, like they've been training. They probably have some genetic component, yeah. Yeah. and the plant just like helps. But yeah, like you can't deny that genetics are super, super important. And like, yeah, I mean, you know, when I was watching that, I was like. Uh, like, how are people going to hate on this? Because I feel like it's just like a, it was a documentary that was very much just like showing the positives of like what vegan, vegan, vegan athletes can do. And mm -hmm. um, like two weeks later, all of a sudden, like the internet blew up with how much they hated it and stuff. Just like, wow. Like, yeah. I didn't think it was so controversial, but. I, I know. know. I guess it's like all of those people that like have like books and stuff that are like keto or whatever. And like, as soon as there's something that's like threatening their like livelihood or like threatening yeah. their identity. They just have to like blow yeah. up about it. Uh, you know, it's like very much in our nature to question things that are different than what we're already used to. So I get that, Definitely. but eh, it still yeah. sucks that so many people are still like, Oh, like, you know, animal protein, bacon though, <laughs> you know? No, I know. It, it's a yeah. slow process, but we're, we're making, uh, we're making, we're making progress overall. <laughs> Definitely. And like, I'm a big proponent of like, doing what you can. So I think like all these different, like paleo, keto, like vegan, like, like they should just focus on like telling people or like promoting less processed foods, more yeah. vegetables, like vegetables is a common denominator amongst. I agree. I agree so much know? with you there. Yeah. Like it's like, you, you don't have to go fully vegan right away. Like you don't have to, no one's like, but like just start incorporating like more healthful foods yeah. and then just like see where it takes you. Yeah, I feel like most people who are vegan, um, they also have the same beliefs. Like they're not, I feel like this stereotype of like the, the pushy vegan is like very, it's a very small group actually. Like yeah. more people think like us and they're like, well, if you can just eat more fruits and vegetables, that's going to be right. so beneficial for your health, first of all, and for the animals and the environment. And like, at the very Definitely. least, just start with just eating more fruits and vegetables, more plants. Definitely. Definitely. And, like, however you come to veganism, because, like, you can come in, like you said, like, so many different causes, like, the environment, for health, like, just, like, 
once you what once you get there like you're gonna start like checking off all like the different boxes like it's just i don't know i feel like just everything comes together yeah like i got into it for health at first but now i'm way more into it for like the morals and the environmental reasons yeah. like if if i couldn't be healthy being a vegan i would probably still do it <laughs> yeah if you couldn't but, like if you lost all your muscle would you still be vegan <laughs> i think i i think i would at this point yeah yeah i, think I, know. I would because you get so invested like definitely at first at first if someone told me you couldn't be fit and muscular as a vegan i probably would never have made the switch but now yeah. like you know i would do it because i care more about the other reasons but um, definitely it like becomes bigger than you it's like yeah. how you want to leave your legacy on the world yeah but thing. luckily we can have it all so yes we can <laughs> <laughs> so what's uh like an average day of eating like for you personally so an average day i now, like I said, like some training for my triathlon, I'll run like four times a week. So if I'm running, I'll do that fasted. Um, and then I'll come home and I've really been into smoothie bowls lately. So, so I'll make like nice cream smoothie bowl. And the trick to nice cream, if anyone watches this to this point, they'll hear this trick. <laughs> um, so I always leave my frozen bananas in the blender as I take a shower. So they like defrost. And then, and I have a Vitamix too, which like gives it a really thick consistency. Mm. But yeah, leave your frozen bananas out for like 15 minutes before you make an ice cream and then that'll help give it really? a good Really? It's less like frosty? Yeah, it'll be like nice and creamy. Oh, okay. Um, I gotta do that. Yeah, it's, it's a good tip. Um, so yeah, right now I am using protein powder. That's like the only thing really I sup sometimes on um, beetroot powder. For like you know at nitric oxide like before workout yeah but protein powder in the smoothie bowl and then i'll like have like granola with it like i make my own granola or like sometimes i just sprinkle oats in like just raw um and then definitely nut butter and i have either hemp or cacao seeds or flax for the omega-3s right um, and then for lunch, I, at work, like I would always bring, I would always meal prep. So I'd always have like just salads. And when I say salad, I mean like everything in my fridge is in the salad. Like it's not just like lettuce and like dressing. I'll tell you um, that yeah, it's like lots of veggies, um, definitely a protein source, um, tofu or tempeh, um, are my go-tos. Um, but at, now that I can make lunch for myself since I'm working from home, I've really been into chickpea omelets. Mm. And like a cup of garbanzo bean flour has like 26 grams of protein. Oh, yeah. So it's really good. I, I was thinking about making those, but I, don't, I never did it before, so I never tried. It's really good. It's like just a cup of garbanzo bean flour and then mm. like whatever seasonings you want. I always put nutritional yeast, too. And then just like a cup of water, so like one to one ratio. Oh, and then just like yeah, and then just wow. mix it and put it on the pan. Um, and then just flip it. So just the garbanzo bean flour and water basically for like the egg base. Yeah. Wow. That's really easy. Yeah. A lot easier than that. So thought. simple. So simple. I know, yeah. It took me a while too, but I like it more than tofu scrambles. Okay. I usually um, scramble. Yeah, no, they're good too, but to change it up. Yeah. Um, and I love potatoes. So sweet potato, Japanese sweet potato mm -hmm. tastes so good. 
And I can usually go like for weeks with eating the same thing. Like I eat, I feel like I eat the same thing every day. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I'll get sick of it and then I'll change it. I'm but, exactly the same. Yeah. For sure. And then for dinner, it's usually like a bean based as my protein source. Like I love split peas, lentils, um, chickpeas. So either like a soup or like a pasta dish. Um, and then I usually incorporate seitan too as well. Okay. Um, so I'll do that. Oh, and then I usually have an afternoon snack too. Um, which is like, I don't know, I like make like desserts and stuff. So I'll have that. Or um, I've been into like protein powder mud, mug cakes recently. So I'll have that with like some fruit mid afternoon. Mm -hmm. And then usually I train. So if I run in the morning, then I usually train lifting like after work. So I'll have like okay. that pre-workout snack kind of thing. Right. Um, but then if I'm not running, I'll lift first thing in the morning. Okay. How much, yeah. uh, so what, do you, uh, count calories or do you, um, do you count macros or anything? Um, I did. So I bulked, I guess two, two years. I don't know. Last, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. Last year, two years ago. Um, so I wasn't counting religiously. Like I know if you want to, if you have a body, um, composition goal, like, yes, like the numbers like won't lie. Like if you're counting religiously, like you are going to hit, like if your numbers are right, for your macros like that's the best way really mm -hmm. but i think like that takes too much time to like plug everything in like every day yeah. so i know for the most part like what i'm eating because like and this happened to me when i first was starting out with like fully plant-based and like fitness like you can be eating so much more fat and like not know it like if you're having the avocado and the mm -hmm. seeds and so if you don't have an understanding of like the caloric density of the plant foods, like you could be lifting all you want, but you're not going to be happy with how you look because like, yes, you're eating healthy, but I feel like there's that line between like healthy for health and healthy for like performance or an aesthetic. Goal. Yeah. Yeah. And that's funny because uh, I think it's either really, like you said, it can be really easy to get tons of fat on a plant-based diet, like whole food plant-based diet, but it can also yeah. be really hard. Like I find myself going yeah. way too low to fats and I'm like, whoa, I got to eat more avocado or like flax seeds mm -hmm. or like nuts or something because I, I tend not to eat those as much because they're just more mm. expensive and I'm very frugal. That's true. That's true. That's true. If you're eating like that way of veganism and like all the starches and the beans, then like you have to remember to put the fats in. I feel like if I didn't think about it, I would probably eat more like an 80, 10, 10 diet where it's like 80% yeah. carbs just because I love like carbs. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I know. So do I, but I love peanut butter and like nut butters and that kind of yeah. stuff too. So yeah, me too. I just feel like I have to think about it more because I'm like, Oh, what should I eat for dinner? And it's like, yeah. Okay. Uh, wheat pasta with like, uh, you know, marinara <laughs> sauce and vegetables and, and like TVP. And that's like all right. like protein and carbs. Well, like yeah. and carbs really. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And isn't it crazy that people think like that they shouldn't eat carbs if they're that trying to? That blows my mind. That's a great topic to talk about too, actually. Yeah. Like I, uh, some of my friends that like, they'll hit me up for meal. First of all, I feel like no one understands if you want to build, no one understands that if you want to look like those Instagram girl, like for females, for those like Instagram girls, like the nice like glutes and like trim waist like it's because they lift they lift their upper body to make yeah. 
that hourglass figure and they're lifting heavy to build the muscle. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing. And the second thing is I feel like people really don't understand the nutrition. Like you have to have your protein in the range to build muscle. And you also need to have carbs too to fuel your training yeah. sessions. Yeah, for sure. And like, you, yeah. like, like we both see, we see people doing keto and stuff, but like, can they really perform at like the best level? I mean, that's a whole other question. <laughs> I know. I don't think so. Cause like you need that. Like what's your, what fuel then if you're not running on glycogen, like it's very inefficient yeah. and it's not the preferred way. I'm not like an expert with this stuff, but I, I, I know like, uh, like, um, ketones are like basically like they're like acting as glycogen. I, I, I think at least. And, uh, but it's still, it's still like costly for the body to, uh, convert, uh, ketones over like uh, from fat over Definitely. the ketone. so it just seems inefficient but uh, yeah yeah I, I, know, know. I know um yeah I didn't mean to get off subject there for a second but uh, yeah I forgot what we were talking about <laughs> oh I think I was just saying how like people just don't really have basic understanding of of right. of nutrition like there like there's so many different ways to look at it too if you're looking at it in the way that you want to you will have an aesthetic goal. Yeah. Um, you really need to have an understanding of like macronutrients and caloric density. This is one thing. So I work, uh, I work in film and I, I do a lot of my work on set and mm -hmm. uh, I meet a lot of people and I talk to a lot of people and like people talk about nutrition a lot in general. And, um, you know, they have craft services on set, which is like just a bunch of food out like all the time and like, mm -hmm. lunch with these people and stuff. And you hear them talk about food and they're like, um, like oh, get you know I can't eat these carbs and like they'll walk out with like a, a big plate of like cheese pizza like to put on the buffet and like yeah. oh I can't eat that like all those carbs and it's like yo that's like probably mostly fat like yeah ex yeah exactly exactly these carbs like would you if you if I ask them like do you think uh carrots are carbs like you think that's bad for you I'm like what would they say to that I, I don't know oh my god I don't understand what people think are carbs sometimes, like donuts. Yeah, no. So weird. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's far from us because, like, we we learn so much about nutrition at this point. Like, we understand yeah. like, how to count calories and macros and stuff. We look at things totally different, but right. It just goes to Definitely. show that uh, people don't like always eat like that. Yeah, no, and I feel like with our veganism lens, like we're looking at it like, <laughs> okay, like we have our macronutrients, but like they're also have all these micronutrients too so we're just like great yeah we're, we're just like carb lovers in yes, general definitely <laughs> you you talked really quick about like how um uh like women in particular like they they it's to have like a, a nice build like they should be mm -hmm. focusing on strength training to some extent right definitely um i yeah. know that's kind of like a passion of yours so do you want to talk a little bit more about that like what do you what do you think and what do you think is the best way for a woman to build a nice body yeah so I think that I am so passionate about this just because like when I was first starting out like I said like I would teach my group fitness classes I would run I would go to the gym but like I really didn't have a performance goal in mind at that time but I would also like I have very genetically like small glutes and like I'm very upper body dominant like I can do a bicep curl and like just my arm will grow, but for my glutes and like my legs, like it's very slow. So I would like look at all these people that like these girls and I would say like, Oh, like I wish I looked like that, like whatever. 
but they lift heavy. Like, I'm sure if you're a female and you're seeing, like, your you have, like, this picture in your head of what your ideal figure is, it's of someone who is pushing themselves and lifting. So when I started getting into, like, the science about how, like, muscle grows and stuff, like, it grows if you, like, place tension on it, and you have to keep increasing that tension to be able to, like, keep your muscle, like, growing and growing. Right. And, um, like, the only way to really achieve that is through, like, compound lifts, so, like, your heavy squats, your heavy lunges, um, deadlifts, bend, like, upper body, too. Um, and I feel like girls are just scared of gaining muscle because they think that correlates to fat and they think that they have to train like a different way than guys do. But in reality, like, first of all, girls aren't going to get that big. Like if you want to get that big, like you have to really, really plan for it. And it takes years. Yeah, and I don't think we have enough testosterone to be able to like look like a guy, you know? Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. I feel like it's like a it's a big thing for like a lot of girls to be like, oh, I don't want to get that bulky. And it's like, you're probably going to put on like muscle in the exact areas where you want to. And exactly. uh, if you like for a girl to get too muscular, they have to put so much time and effort and have to have the genetics for it. Definitely. Like that's a very key point too. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Like if, if you see someone that's like, quote, bulky, like I'm sure they love being bulky like I'm sure that yeah. that's what they want yeah and you know what actually like you see some like uh women power lifters and like Olympic lifters and stuff and they still look like very feminine like they can yes. still look like they, they have like a very nice shape to them Definitely. and um, it's not like just because you get really strong you're automatically gonna look like a man no yeah it's like it's very much like genetics and also like a lot of women who are really into lifting and at like a very high level like they could be taking something and that's exactly possible that's why they look a little more like muscular in certain areas that you know some people might not want to look like but yeah that's, that's how they want to look point too. <laughs> yeah and then like once you get the nutrition piece into it too then it's like you can look like so like you can't even imagine how good like you can look if you have all like the different components like coming together and working in your favor what uh so what kind of program roughly would you recommend for a girl who wants to build like a really nice figure yeah i would say definitely resistance training um it's it's hard to say like you can do like a powerlifting split like um just squat bench deadlift and accessories off of those and i think as a beginner like if you do anything with lifting weights like powerlifting or bodybuilding, hypertrophy style training. Um, I think you'll see results right away because um, like newbie gains, mm -hmm. because like the curve is so steep. Um, like no matter what you do really yeah. in the beginning, like you'll see results. So I think it depends on like what you like. Like if you want to try out like the compound lifts and like start progressing through that, you can do like a powerlifting style mm -hmm. or if you want to split up your body parts and hit like shoulders one day, like biceps and triceps the other day and do that that way, I think you'll see results either way. But the key is just to know when to start progressing. So when to start increasing the weights if you're at the gym or if you're at home, you have to like 
either do more reps or add in tempo, like pause reps mm -hmm. or slow um, down the set to increase that tension mm -hmm. um, or like do unilateral movements. So as long as you're challenging yourself and challenging the muscle and like giving it new stimulus, like you'll definitely see um, results. But you have to like, you can't be afraid to pick up the heavy weights no matter what you do. That's a great point. What kind of exercises would you recommend to be like a, like a staple, like staple movements? Definitely um, the compound lifts. So I, for legs, squat, deadlift, lunge, any kind of hip hinge movement, and Brett Contreras and the hip hip thrust, like that's all over. Uh, apparently, it's the best the best move, but <laughs> I think it all depends what what moves like you feel the most activation in. Like there are people that can't really activate their glutes from a squat, even if they're doing it correctly. Yeah. Um, so they'll hip thrust and say that's better, but just try out the compound movements, um, see what you like. And definitely like for upper body, shoulder press is a big one. Um, I love pull-ups. That's like my favorite exercise. Um, hard to get, but once you get them, then you can just maintain it. So try, definitely try that. Um, bench press, I like it. I know a lot of girls really like some of them don't do it. It's not really a staple, but it's pretty cool when you go to the gym and see like other girls like putting up big like bench numbers like that always That's insane to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? Rows for back, lat pull down. Now you're just making me miss the gym. <laughs> I know, right? machines. I know. I'm just stuck with dumbbells and resistance bands. Yeah, least, I know. Same here. Kettlebell too. Yeah, no, my kettlebell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's 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 a really good point. It's like uh, girls can't be like fearing like these big compound movements. Like those are the best Definitely. builders. Do you think um, if you if a, a girl was talking to you and they're like, oh, like uh, I don't want to bench press or overhead press because like I don't want to get like bigger shoulders or like you know like my arms to get too big. What would you say to that? Uh, I've heard that so many times. Yeah. Like they, I just have to explain to them like when you start gaining muscle, like the scale number might not change, but muscles denser than fat. So it takes up less space. So you're going to be able to see differences. So like your arms are going to look more defined and you'll see a reduction in fat. If you carry fat in your arms, like just from lifting, like the fat's not going to stay there and then just like explode. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's going to change. Yeah. Um, so also, I would say, yeah, definitely lift upper body. Yeah. I agree. And also, um, the more muscle that someone can build relative to their body weight, uh, their, your metabolism will increase too. So I oh, yeah. burn a little more fat over time. Definitely. My, uh, my sister is just getting more into strength training right now. And, um, she's reading, uh, some stuff from Brett Contreras also, and was sending that to me. And, uh, <laughs> I read like one of his whole articles on like hip thrust and stuff. And I've been following him for a while, but it was just yeah. fun that she sent to me. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I agree with this dude saying like, yeah, he loves the, the hip thrust stuff. Like he oh, really, yeah. really loves it. <laughs> like his whole career is just like geared toward like women and lifting. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a whole other thing though. Like the hip thrust, like, do you think that's a good movement personally? Like if, so, if a girl is having trouble building their butt and they really want to build like a, like a big butt, mm -hmm. <laughs> would you tell them to do hip thrust? Honestly? Yeah. I, I like them. 
And like, it's the thing too, like you can do a lot with it to like increase time under tension. Like you can do pause reps. Um, you can do like pulsing reps. You can change up your stance. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of variation that you can incorporate too, but I, I personally like it. Yeah. And I see guys doing them too at the gym. Yeah, me too. I've actually gone up to a guy and cause his form was just so bad. Like I just had to help him. And he didn't even have a pad on the bar too. I was like, here, like wrap the mat around. <laughs> like, oh, like, gosh. and then I saw him like the next time and he was like, oh, like, thank you so much. Like, <laughs> that's awesome that he wasn't getting an ego about it though. No, he was very nice. <laughs> I, I never, I think that was the only time I've ever like done that to someone like go and correct their form. Cause I hate when people do that to me, but I was just like, this guy is going to like hurt himself. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I've seen some people in the gym just, terrible deadlift form and I've wanted to go over so bad and be like I know listen dude like I used to deadlift like that too and that's yeah. why I hurt my back like years ago and like it'll never it'll never go away so dude like please don't do it yeah but like I can't bring myself to do it I because know they look so proud of themselves and I'm just like I know I don't know what to tell you like I don't know what to do it's hard it's hard going up to somebody and telling them that they're doing something wrong that's like when you see an overweight person at like Chick-fil-A, you just want to, yeah. but you can't. Like. Yeah, exactly. You want to be like, hey, man, listen. Yeah. Uh, Sweet Green is down the street. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. that's the thing. It's like you can't make someone change. And I feel like my form of vegan activism now, like, like I said, I'm shy. Like I'm not going to start interjecting if people mm -hmm. start talking about you know yeah. but I just want to be the best the best most athletic version of me because like guys have come up to me at the gym after I bang out a set of pull-ups and are like wow like that's crazy and then obviously they'll say what do you eat yeah. and then that just opens the door for me to talk about the way I eat yeah, yeah. Um, and then you know and then if, if someone knows that you're like that and you're not pushy about it then they'll come to you when they're ready yeah, I totally agree. And people a lot of times have to just wait for themselves to be ready to, to do something like on their own time. Yeah, and exactly. If they're being, if something's being pushed in, in their face, a lot right. of times they won't be like happy about it. Yeah. So leading by example, I totally agree with you. It's, that's, I think it's the best way to really do it. Definitely. And like, I'm sure you've seen too, like your friends, like at first they might just be like, oh, like, dude, like, what is that? Like tofu? But then they're like, <laughs> can I try it? Yeah. And then like, they might start making it too. Like it, it yeah. just, it's, it's slow, but yeah. you can have that effect on someone. That's yeah. That's another good point. Yeah. Luckily I have good friends who, who never gave me shit about anything, but uh, they are getting on the vegan train more and more lately. So yeah. It's pretty cool to see. Yeah. Um, one other thing I wanted to ask you about the why women should lift kind of aspect is, um, so you kind of touched on like uh, women doing more compound lifts and everything for a while, but do you think that men and women should really be training differently at all? Like it sounds no. like you kind of think it should be the same, right? It's definitely the same. And I think there was a study in 1990 from like national, like athletic, I don't know for sure, but yeah. I think they actually studied it and proved that the way for both women and men to train is through resistance training yeah. for increased lean muscle gain. Right. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. I just wanted to just touch on that really quick, just in case. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, yeah, I think, and women should also not be afraid 
to like I know a lot of women will want to do like high reps with low yeah. weight to kind of increase like thinking that's like cardio and that's shedding fat mm -hmm. but there was a study too that studied three groups of women one group that didn't do any training as a control group another group that did high reps low weight and like kept it very cardio based lifting and then another group that did um low rep heavy lifting about 70 to 90 percent mm -hmm. of um their one rep max so like keeping like challenging themselves mm -hmm. and that group of women lost the most fat and gained the most muscle versus the group that did the high reps there you go <laughs> yeah so i think that if you want to build strength like men and women it's it's the same science it's like the same muscles like yeah there's no difference yeah and it's good to hear from a girl too who's who's really fit because uh you know it, it's just you got to hear it from somebody who's already done it <laughs> yeah definitely um okay so we're closing in on like an hour now so um do you think there's anything else we haven't really touched on that you want to talk about for a little bit or Sorry, um yeah, hmm. i would just say that Oh, wow. I could say so many things. I could say, like, you don't have to go vegan overnight. You can start with one plant-based meal a day. Yeah. Um, but I can also, I think the biggest thing is that, that I would want to say is you can achieve anything that you want if you do research, put your mind to it, and just start implementing. So if you have a fitness goal, if you have a diet goal, if you want to go vegan and think it's too hard, if you want to start going to the gym, but, like, just, just do it. Like, just tell yourself you're going to wake up and do it. And over time, like, you'll be so proud of how far you come. So I would just say, believe in yourself, implement consistency, and be a little uncomfortable. That's normal. And then you'll just be able to transform into the best possible version of yourself. That's a powerful message to go out on right there. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you, this is going to blow up. Yeah, it is. Yeah. No, that you had really great info. And like, I think that people will really appreciate this. And yeah, I really appreciate you talking to me about all this stuff and getting into all these details, that health story about, uh, Sophia's grandparents. That's amazing. And like, you're, uh, I'll send you a picture. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And all your knowledge about like, um, just, uh, training for women and stuff. That's really valuable stuff. So I really appreciate it. And, um, where can people find you on social media to connect with you and stuff if they want to? They can find Sophie and I at the plant life chose us on Instagram. And I think she's a graphic designer and she just made a website for us. And we are launching a home workout ebook. So keep your eyes out for that. All right. Awesome. All right. <laughs> Thank thanks so you. Much, Talk to you later. All right, I'll talk to you later.